Welcome back to the TGI Podcast, and welcome back to another bonus episode, this time counting down some of my favorite Christmas movies and specials, and this week we're hopping a ride in the Wayback Machine to cover some of my favorite classic Christmas movies. So for me, I'm defining classic Christmas movies as anything that is in black and white, or it was released before 1960. So that is what I'm putting in the classic uh, realm. We'll probably eventually get to one that's like my favorite Christmas movies of the 70s, favorite of the 80s, 90s, and so forth. But without further ado, let's jump into the list. And coming in at number five is Christmas in Connecticut. said there isn't any Santa Claus. Look what I found in my stocking. <laughs> Heaven help a sailor on a Christmas like this. <laughs> this is the jolliest, merriest Christmas I ever spent. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. It is so, so romantic. It gives me pimples all over the coast. Yeah. I'm as free as a bird. Oh, that's what you think. Christmas in Connecticut was released in 1945 and it starred Barbara Stanwyck, Dennis Morgan, and Sidney Greenstreet. The overall premise of the movie is that an unmarried magazine writer pretends to be a housewife and mother and she ends up falling in love with a hero returning from war. And I'll say, the film is more of a movie set at Christmas as opposed to an actual Christmas movie. And that's probably why it landed at number five on my list. But despite that, it's still one that I get the feels from. It has a lot of wackiness to it. That's what makes it really fun to watch. It's kind of scattered all over the place. And some situations are are laugh out loud funny. And my favorite character in the film is Felix. He plays Elizabeth's friend and quote-unquote uncle. And he's just a hoot throughout the movie. Uh, He's... He's very witty, very funny. It's just, uh, it, he's a character that's easy to attach to and really like. And and this is one of those older films that it has a radio uh, adaptation, which I like. I like li- listening to like the Lux uh, radio programs. Uh, so it's a fun listen if you're a fan of old time radio to seek this one out because it's very, it's just a very fun listen. It's a very fun movie too if you want to watch it. It's one of those things, I don't remember the first time I came across this film. I would assume it was on like Turner Classic Movies or something like that. It wasn't something I knew much about. It wasn't something I tried seeking out. But since I discovered it whenever I did, it's one that kind of comes up each and every year. And I go back to it and I watch it within the last month or so. It is on HBO Max. It was so worth the watch. It's a fun and funny film. Ends with some Christmas at the end, so I'd suggest giving it a watch. So with number five out of the way, that means we're on to number four on the list, which is The Bishop's Wife. Henry, what's happened to you? What's happened to us and our marriage? This cathedral must rise. It'll stand like a great beacon. I want its light to shine. Never mind, Henry, never mind. God, please help me. Good evening. Who are you? 
I'm an angel. I was instructed to come here in answer to your prayer. There's no time to lose. Because the cathedral must be built or because Julia must be happy? This has been the most wonderful evening I've had in years. This has been the most wonderful evening I've had in centuries. I don't believe you're an angel. I think you're a demon right out of... <gasps> oh, Henry. Why don't you fight for her? Fight? An angel? Julia is a creature of earth. She's a woman, Henry. And you are a man. Bishop's Wife was released in 1947 and starred Cary Grant as Dudley, Loretta Young as Julia, and David Niven as Bishop Henry. Now, doing some research for the film, when this movie was first being made, it was swapped with Cary Grant was playing Bishop Henry and David Niven was playing Dudley. I love that they switched it. I can't imagine Dudley being played by somebody other than Cary Grant. And the simplistic synopsis of this film is that an angel named Dudley heads to Earth to help a bishop with his problems. So Dudley, he later starts to develop feelings for Julia, but it all ends with the bishop earning the guidance he desperately needed. He he gets what he wanted out of it, and the film ends beautifully on Christmas Eve. I largely knew of this film because of the remake in the 1990s called The Preacher's Wife with Denzel Washington and Whitney Houston. I'm pretty sure I watched it uh, when it came out or around the time that it came out. Doubt I went to theaters for it, but it seems like something my mom would have watched that we would have watched together. I enjoyed that film, but it wasn't something I needed to watch each holiday season. It's maybe one I'll catch here and there, but I don't have to watch it. But I don't think I watched The Bishop's Wife until 2020. We were all searching for new things to watch. This was available, I think, on like Amazon or something. It's like, ah, you know what? The the Preacher's Wife is okay. I'll give this one a shot. And I ended up really liking it. And, and Cary Grant, he's just so, so charming. It's Dudley. The overall Christmas feel of the movie is great. And I'm always a sucker for these older films that lean in so heavily on the Christmas spirit. And all... All in all, this is one that I have to go back to just solely because of Cary Grant's performance as Dudley. So moving on to number three on our list, I'm going with an ultimate classic. I can't believe this is number three, but my other two options are just better, and that is White Christmas. Two greatest figures in show business, Bing and Danny, as two ex-GIs who form the perfect partnership. Rosemary and Vera Ellen as the sisters who have them in a spin. With Dean Jagger as the unemployed general they take under their wing. Apparently there's still quite a bit about show business I don't understand. Oh, it'll come to you, sir. Just takes time. We wouldn't be any good as generals. You weren't any good as privates. A wonderful story that will warm your hearts, just as the breathtaking scope of a new screen wonder will widen your eyes. White Christmas in Vista Vision. And you. Fall asleep, counting your blessings. Oh, the best thing happened while you're dancing. Things that you would not do at home come naturally on the floor. Handy, there's a minister handy, and the show would be dandy. We let him make a feed. So 
this is the only non-black and white film on my list. It premiered in 1954. Stars the incomparable Bing Crosby as Bob Wallace, Danny Kaye as Phil Davis, Rosemary Clooney as Betty Haynes, and Vera Allen as Judy Haynes. The song White Christmas became a hit in Crosby's previous film, Holiday Inn, and this movie used that strong to stretch it out into an entire film. It's iconic. This movie is iconic in so many different ways. It's one that gets played a lot during the Christmas season. Sadly, it seems like channels like AMC play this at like, Five in the morning when I feel like it really, really, truly deserves a primetime slot at least a couple of times throughout the month of December. So the movie, it's about Wallace and Davis who served together in World War II. They are now performers and producers in the entertainment world. Uh, They follow the Haynes sisters to the Columbia Inn in Vermont only to find out it is run by their former general. And once they discover that the inn is struggling to make money, they seek out an opportunity to help their old general, but there's some confusion, it sets off Betty, there's, uh, you know, it's always one of those classic mishaps and misunderstanding type thing that you get in a movie, but it all resolves in the end, and we get a gorgeous, unbelievably beautiful performance of the title song to close out the film. This is a movie I was always aware of, but I'm sure I didn't, I didn't watch it all the way through, probably until I was in my 20s. I know this is one that my mom really loves. Uh, And ever since I started watching it in my 20s, it's something I watch probably a couple of times during the holiday season. It can drag a little bit, (laughs) primarily with a, a certain number called choreography where we get Danny Kaye dancing around and he's looking like uh, somebody who's in the beatnik generation. That particular one goes on a little too long for me, but other than that, everything else kind of makes up for it. it. White Christmas just gives me all the feels, the atmosphere, the music. Bing Crosby is Christmas, so it is all great. It is a must-watch each and every holiday season for me, and it was tough putting this at number three because it's just something I love so much, but the other two are just a little bit better in my opinion. So with that said... That means we're moving on to number two on my list, and that goes to Miracle on 34th Street. There must be something you want for Christmas, something you haven't even told your mother about, eh? Oh, come on now. Why don't you give me a chance? Well... Christmas. You mean a doll's house like this? No, a real house. If you're really Santa Claus, you can get it for me. And if you can't, you're only a nice man with a white beard like Mother said. Now, wait a minute, Susie. Just because every child can't get his wish, that doesn't mean there isn't a Santa Claus. That's what I thought you'd say. But don't you see, dear? Some children wish for things they couldn't possibly use, like real locomotives or B-29s. But this isn't like a locomotive or a B-29. It's awful big for a little girl like you. What could you possibly do with a house like this? Live in it with my mother. But you've got this lovely apartment. I don't think it's lovely. 
I want a backyard with a great big tree to put a swing on and... I guess you can't get it, huh? I didn't say that. It's a tall order, but I'll do my best. May I keep this picture? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Good night, sir. Good night, Mr. Crankle. Miracle on 34th Street debuted in 1947, and it starred Maureen O'Hara as Doris Walker, John Payne as Fred Gailey, and Edmund Gwynn as Chris Kringle. And this film has the distinction of being a Christmas film that has won an Oscar. Gwen received uh, an Oscar in 1948 for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. The film also received Oscars for Best Writing, Original Story in Best Writing, and Screenplay. It, it was also nominated for Best Picture. So that is such a rarity nowadays. I, I couldn't even tell you the last time a Christmas film had this much notoriety. So that's one of the reasons why this has stood the test of time. The film centered around a young girl named Susan, played by Natalie Wood, and her connection with the department store Santa, who claims to be the real Kris Kringle. It has a ton of heart, great acting. It There's something about this version, because there was a remake in 1994 with Mara Wilson, Richard Attenborough, Elizabeth Perkins, Dylan McDermott, and it's good, and I think it's a movie that would hold up a lot better had it been an original in 1994 but this 1947 version just hits a lot different and the acting from natalie wood is superb and of course edmund gwen is a perfect santa claus he is my santa when i think of real live santa i'm thinking of edmund gwen and the way he looks in this film I have to watch it. I have to watch the 1994 version as well, but this version trumps it for me. I would watch this one each and every time. I do think the remake nails the courtroom scene a little bit better, but again, it's all about Emma and Gwen for me, and it's one I'll go back to multiple times. I have to watch it. It is just that good. But before we jump in to our number one movie on the list, I do have a couple films to include on my honorable mentions. And one of those is from the 1940s. It's The Shop Around the Corner starring James Stewart and Clara Novak. This is James Stewart, not Jimmy Stewart at the time. And it follows a similar storyline to You've Got Mail. That was basically what You've Got Mail was based off of was this film. Obviously doesn't have the modern technology, it's a love story set during Christmas time. Jimmy Stewart and Clara Novak are, they work at the same shop. They're sending letters to each other. They don't realize they're sending letters to each other and they fall in love in that process. It is a fun watch. Uh, again, especially if you've seen You've Got Mail, you would like this movie a lot. And another on my list is 1951 Scrooge starring Alistair Sim as the iconic Ebenezer Scrooge. A Christmas Carol... Overall, is not one of my favorite pieces of literature, but I know it's a timeless story. I know it is great. There are so many versions of A Christmas Carol, but this is the most iconic version, and, and Alistair Sims' per portrayal of Scrooge makes him my Scrooge. I want him to be Scrooge, or he's what I envision every time I envision Scrooge. His performance is just that good. 
And one last film to add to this is one I actually just watched for the first time a week ago, and that is It Happened on Fifth Avenue. The film is about a homeless man who essentially is a squatter in a rich man's home during the winter months. A ton of hilarity ensues to the point where the the rich man's daughter lies <laughs> about who she is and lives in the home with this homeless man. Both of her parents end up lying and lives in this home. It, it's wacky. It is so nonsensical. But it's fun. It's heartwarming. It's sweet. And even though Christmas only really comes into play near the end of the film, it has really good ambiance once the holiday season comes about. So I do think it's one I'm going to go back to and watch multiple times. So we've got our top four. We've got our honorable mentions. And that means we have to move on to number one on my list. And that distinction goes to It's a Wonderful Life. Well, who are you? told you, George, I'm your guardian angel. What is it you want, Mary? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Welcome home, Mr. Bailey. Santa Mandel hogwash. I wish I had a million dollars. Mr. and Mrs. Martini, welcome home. This is what I wished for. You see, George, you really had a wonderful life. Yeah! Merry Christmas! Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. That's right. spoke about this film once this season when talking about my favorite Christmas movies in general and this one stands atop my personal list of classic films. It was released in 1946 and is based on the short story The Greatest Gift by Philip Van Doren Stern. Star Jimmy Stewart as the main character George Bailey and he is shown uh, in this film uh, by Angel Clarence Oddbody played by Henry Travers what his impact has been on others had he never been born. I understand some criticism of this film by those who say it's more of a movie set at Christmas than an actual Christmas movie, but I think the fact that this has been played on Christmas Eve, as long as I can remember, it gets the nod as a Christmas movie for me. And that ending scene, the tree and all that, ugh, it just, every time it gets me, it really does. I recently watched this a couple days after Thanksgiving. It's become a tradition for my wife and I to watch it on Thanksgiving. We didn't this year because it ended up being a late night, and we watched it, I think, a night later, two nights later. But it still hits on all the notes for me. I have seen it so many times in my life, yet I'm still glued to the TV when it comes on because it just it hits me in a way that not a lot of other films can and Jimmy Stewart, he's just fantastic in this film. He is amazing. He, You see all the highs and all the lows of this character. He plays it so well. He plays the happy-go-lucky young guy. He plays a, a, a scorned man who feels betrayed by the life he has led because he is stuck at home and he didn't get to do the things he wanted. You get to see his redemption. It's very Scrooge-like in that sense, too. It's just 
a beautiful beautiful film and jimmy stewart knocks it out of the park and also the side characters there's so many great side characters in this movie uh lionel barrymore playing uh the evil role of mr potter in this as well is also fantastic so i already spoke very highly of this film so i'm not going to go too deep into it but it makes me laugh it makes me tear up it gives me all the christmas feels it does not feel like the holidays unless I watch this movie. So that's it. That is my top five. Once again, it is Christmas in Connecticut at number five, The Bishop's Wife at number four, White Christmas at number three, Miracle on 34th Street at number two, and the iconic It's a Wonderful Life in the number one spot of my favorite classic Christmas films. And that wraps up this list. Do you agree? Do you disagree? I'd love to hear what you have to say. So be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search TGI Podcast. You can leave a comment there if you'd like. I also appreciate if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You could also leave a review on Spotify if that is also where you listen. So that wraps up this episode. We'll be back on Tuesday with yet another Christmas-themed television episode. So thank you for listening. We'll talk to you all very soon. The TGI Podcast is written, produced, and hosted by me, Matt Yurick. Our social media is available by searching for TGI Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And the music for this outro was provided by Carlo Espin, licensed under CC BY 4.0.